Welcome to the Epic Life Podcast, episode number seven. Today we talk about why we have so many dang kids and why we can't seem to stop having them. We tell you why becoming a mom was so emotional and how being a parent is messy yet rewarding. Stick around till the end to hear a little banter as we answer your burning questions. I had to. Welcome everyone to the Epic Life Podcast. And here is with me, my gorgeous and lovely wife, Nisa DeBrandon. Episode number seven, by the Episode way. Episode number seven. <laughs> Your name is DeBrandon. It's D. De- Nisa Ooh. DeBrandon. Nisa DeBrandon. That's going to be cool. That sounds like a rapper name. I know. Nisa eer, DeBrandon. Eer, eer. Nisa Ooh. DeBrandon. I think, I think you should start calling me that from now on. My wife, Nisa DeBrandon. 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 DeBrandonson. DeBrandonson. I actually really like it. I'm glad you came up with that on the spot because I feel like famous now. You look famous. I am famous. <laughs> you look famous. I look famous. I'm so pretty. Oh, so pretty. Oh, my goodness. That's what I felt like you were doing right there. <laughs> okay. Just like flipping I'm gonna your stop hair. Me. I'm going to stop making facial oh, expressions so now. Oh, so- well, you and your painted nails. I know. I still like cute. I like my painted nails. I'm sitting on the floor. You're sitting on the chair. So you're like elevated above me. <laughs> I'm above you. That's because I'm DeBrandon. You're because you're DeBrandon. So I'm DeBrandon. Yeah, you is. That's funny. Um, so funny. So how was your day today, love? Well, it was a long day. I'm going to be honest. I'm tired. Yeah. I haven't been. I haven't eaten sugar. So I was I was off sugar for 26 days. On again, days. off again, on again, off again. For 26 days, no sugar, no wheat, none, nothing. And you were a cranky. No, I was good. Like, yeah. Okay. I, it was fine. Anyways, I had sugar this <laughs> I'll past I'll hold my weekend. tongue. <laughs> Ow, I just bit it. Okay. Oops. I had sugar and now I'm trying to do no sugar again. And so I had so like a cranky. headache. No. I had yes. A, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had a headache today too. And the kids, it's just, I know it's, it's like, it's so cold outside that I cannot. Except for, <laughs> I love it because like, obviously we're everybody in their place. In this situation, this is bad for us and you, because somebody texted and is like, "Oh, we're having like negative sixty degree." Yeah. And I'm like, that would suck, and it's hard to complain. That would. But suck. there's always something worse. So in yeah. our worst suckiness. Yeah. It's cold. I. And it's gloomy. I know, but still, like our kids do not want to play outside. Yeah, they They're not into it. They're. I get them all bundled up and then actually I did. So yesterday I bundled Shepard up all the way. It was nice and sunny yesterday though. Yeah. And I was like, you guys need to go outside and play. Go. But two minutes after he went out, he slipped on the ice yeah, and no. cut his lip I open and he d- wouldn't go outside today. But they're like jumping off the couches and like, they're just, they're just kind of being wild because fever, yeah. Wild, yeah. wild little kids. Yeah. And just like the gloom yeah. is like making me feel tired. Yeah. So it was like a really interesting day. So that's what I despised about washington yeah was the gloom pretty sure that hawaii is just cannot come soon enough right and being patient i really am i still think you should just eat cookies oh my gosh he so jason's trying to talk like he came home and i was like oh he's gonna make cookies for shepherd and he really wanted because shepherd was like asking me for cookies he was like looking at my phone on pinterest and he's like "Ooh, mommy dough and so, so you found monster cookie recipe? Yeah, I found monster cookies. But then Jason like started getting everything out. Well, I did it because we were, we were trying to get ready for the podcast. 
and he was downstairs and I wanted to be the nice daddy and be like, look at what we made. I think you just want to eat the cookie dough. Well, <laughs> yes. And then you did it wrong again, but it's okay. Wow. It's okay. And yeah. Well, it we made the out, cookies. Turned out pretty good. But now I have good. a tummy ache because I still don't eat a lot of sugar sweets. Yeah. I have very minimal. Mm-hmm. And now I have a tummy ache. Yeah. While I'm trying to record. And I didn't eat sh- eat the cookies, but I'm telling you, I wanted they to smelled eat the yum. cookies. They smelled it yummy. Yeah. And it, it okay. sucks because, yeah, I feel I feel bad for you because I really want to support you. And mm-hmm. I have in the past. Yeah. But with sometimes when the work gets busy, mm-hmm. I don't ever prepare food for myself. And then I'm starving at work and I come home and I'm starving again. Yeah. And then unless something's cooked or I can cook it quickly or whatever it's like really busy yeah it is like even for me like i today i was so hungry and i totally like forgot to even like make food and by the time it was like i was more hungry i was like it's gonna take me like an hour to make this food and so but i hanny was like mom i'll make you eggs it was really cute because at that point shepherd and ebby were like clawing at the couches right. and like being crazy and I, and she was like well mom why I don't you take this. care of them and i will just make you some scrambled eggs i was that's like okay girl. yeah she was, she knows i like her scrambled eggs and she takes oh, a lot of pride right. yeah in her special scrambled eggs <laughs> so i was, she like, does do a good I was job. like you go girl you bring me those eggs i know you see you just you have seven kids so why don't you groom one of them i know to make be them a chef i know you know i i do i have thought about that and even though I don't like to cook and bake, when I do cook and bake, I will have them come in and help me a lot of the time. Yeah, there you go. Abby loves it. Shepard loves it. Kaya, Kaya thinks he can, but he's like, put a whole bucket of sugar in yeah. it. No matter yeah, what it is. you can't trust Kaya because he's like, let's put a gallon of cheese. Exactly. Let's put a giant <laughs> bucket of sugar. If it's like a teaspoon of baking soda, he's like, just put the whole container yeah, come on. in there. More it's is better, right? Con- yeah, exactly. I'm like, you don't understand. <laughs> Two bags what? of chocolate chips. That's not enough. <laughs> you don't understand what that would taste like. That's so well, funny. Well, I mean, let's let him try it. And then I told him, I was like, someday I'll just give you a recipe and you can do it however you want. And and he's like, oh yeah, it's going to be so good. I know. It'll be we're like, that's not cheap. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. you have to put a whole bag of sugar and then it I, turns out gross. And then you yeah. got to do it again. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. But that kind of goes into our little Kevin James segment. If y'all, oh. if all y'all is, uh, watch our Instagram. Yeah. If you watch our Instagram stories, you Nisa. saw a really hilarious Yeah. Last night we segment. turned on Kevin James <laughs> King of, King of Queens because I don't remember what we're doing wrapping up getting ready for bed and mm-hmm. then I just was like I want a background noise and I wanted to laugh totally <laughs> but then it draws you in and then you can't stop watching <laughs> it is so funny <laughs> that show is hilarious but that was so funny so it was the episode where <laughs> <laughs> well he was like so so he so she's all she this is when she was skinnier yeah Carrie Carrie so it was like yeah. the first couple seasons and he was yeah. a little bit bigger mm-hmm. and and they're at the beginning the opening was him wearing a new t-shirt or a new shirt and he mm-hmm. looked good in it and he was like yeah you like this and then he goes over to get the trash and he sees us from the big and tall store yeah and he's all what is she, this i loved her reaction though because she was like she's all oh no that was something for me yeah and then he looks at her he's all you're not big or tall I know. So, well and then he looks at himself and he's like because she admits like okay well it was just 
It's from there. I mean, big and tall. And he's like, well, let me, let me tell oh, you. that's what I was, I yeah. certainly he, ain't tall. Because he's 5'9 or something. Yeah, that's what like it was. I'm 5'9. Five, five it was really funny. Yeah. But yeah, he's up there And then upstairs. later, then they go upstairs. They're like <laughs> sitting on the bed and well, well, she, it, he's like, he's like, well, we, if, if there, if there's something wrong with us, we should tell each other because then we can help each other out. I mean, come on. Is this. Look grabs, at me. Yeah. And he's like grabbing his belly and he's like, is this everything for you? I mean, is this the end? Is is this it? <laughs> Are you, would you be happy with me forever? And yeah. she looks at him and she's all, well, you could, you could use, you know, use, you know, lose 50 pounds. And he's all, what? 50 pounds? Yeah, it was really funny. And she's all, I had to be. And he's all, <laughs> and he's all, but you said 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that show's funny. You guys got to watch it. I don't know yeah. what episode or season that one's from, but it's really funny because that at the beginning of that, when they're sitting on the bed too, he's like, she's like, oh, you know, I love you no matter what. And he's like, no matter what, that's like, that's like saying all these different things. But then yeah. he ends up saying like, like Peggy can't fit through a doorway. I know. It's, it's really funny. So we, we, we keep each other on track with, um, yeah. But I'm still not going to give into sugar, even though no, and, and that's the thing is, so like I'm reading a book about sugar, mm-hmm. and sugar is good for just about everything, which is what makes it so delicious, such amazing product because it the way it was used over the last hundred couple hundred years, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and how much of it exploded just within the last couple hundred years. It's super addicting, and but, but the problem is, is that. We've never really done some good research in it and how it affects mm-hmm. the body. Yeah. And so now over the over time, it's like more yeah. and more awareness is out. So now you can find a lot of documentaries information about how the ill effects of sugar. Mm-hmm. So we want to try to cut it out as much as possible. Yeah. And you can tell like me not having sugar for a couple of days, your body's like freaking it out. It freaks out. Yeah. And, like, and you just don't feel very good. But if you can get past those like three days, you mm-hmm. actually feel really good. And what a interesting, a few different interesting things that I, from that book was how it, how like the tobacco industry used it in cigarettes and that's what made them so much more addicting. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like people couldn't really just inhale cigarettes yeah. without the sugar and the way that they processed it. Mm-hmm. And so then that's really what made it better. And now if you look at like vaping, all of the people who vape, they use the super sugary stuff. Yeah. And it's just like because it's addicting and it yeah. gets you. Attra- and they got to put it in there. They have to put it in there. Yeah. And then it's great for all kinds of recipes and storing stuff and keeping it long term. And so now like when Nisa goes like, well, when I went to when we did our like whole 30 and we're trying to find stuff with no sugar. Oh, yeah. That was impossible. You look at the back of the label. And it's like it's literally in everything, even health stuff. Yeah. I so, was. I'm surprised at some things that sugar is in. Yeah. And so but, we do it, we do yeah. it to kind of have like a little cleanse and detox to see how we mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. And then it's kind of funny because when we're like, oh, let's have a little treat. After the detox. After. Yeah. And then you're like, wow, this is really sweet. It totally, your taste buds change. It if you go like 30 days without sugar, yeah. your taste buds change so much. It's getting over those first like four days mm-hmm. that's like really hard, but you could do it. Yeah. And we've, we've been happy, but mm-hmm. right now it's just, it's so difficult to, for us yeah. to do this. We really want to go back to nice, good health kind of routine, but mm-hmm. we will. I'm kind of holding off for Hawaii Cause to Jason, go full board. Cause Jason's going to get a six pack. I'm going to get that six pack <laughs> and we mark sh- my words. <laughs> On the beach, you're going to be like, wow, Jason, do you look amazing with that six pack? I hope like, people, I told you. I hope people comment. I'm going to like, post it on Instagram and be like, check this out. <laughs> and then you're going to look and you're going to zoom in and it's going to be drawn in. 
<laughs> it will be. It'll be like, this is a shirt I got. It's going to be like, one of those, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but just if you like don't zoom in. Don't it zoom looks, in, guys. It looks like a real It's not photoshopped. All righty. Are we going to get into the episode? We should get into the episode and the talking. So, on. We Jason, can talk forever. It's okay. why do we have so many dang kids? I don't know. That's yeah, what we talked we about in the other. Know. We That's what we talked about in the other episode. I mean, I. We don't know what happens. They I, just come and go. Well, I know. We don't know how they get here. But I have been wondering for a long time, why do we have so many dang kids? Like, I, I, I look at them and they're all sitting there. And I'm like, where did you all come from? I'm going to be from? honest. I think what it is, I think what it is is when we're holding Cosette and we smell her. Oh, yeah. And then when she's being cute and snuggly. Her smell is so And we're like, so good. I just want another one. Well, I, you are the one, one saying that right now. I Because she's really, so she, stinking cute. <laughs> she is so cute. I'm really enjoying Cosette right now. And like, I just want to have my body back for a little while. <laughs> I think that's the hard thing well, about having so many like kids Like we spoke about before, is it, it's tough on you. It is. It's tough on me. So, yeah. And so, then you losing the baby weight and then yeah. still trying to nurse. It's, yeah. It's a hard. It's, it's hard. always hard. It's a, an emotional roller coaster for sure. Literally. Literally. Yeah. So why do we have so many dang kids? Um, let's Honestly, start from the beginning. Yeah, let's go. So go. I'll me, start. Take, I will take you, take away, you there. We should always have like a cool intro song to go into. You keep like saying the to- that. It's the topic. Okay. Yeah, if I need. You, to, I need to do that. I'm sorry. Yeah, we need like the ear ear. I don't know. I know. I just I brought the iPad to do it, but anyway, just go on. Come on. Okay. So when Jason and I were 19, I got pregnant. Um, maybe I was not quite 19. I guess I was still no. 18. I, I got pregnant. Know, we were working at Sears. And um, that was when you had your cute little uh, bra- mm-hmm. braids. Wait, what is yeah, that? I may have my cute little braids or something. Was well, that what that was? I, I think it might is have been around that braid? time. So it was around the time that Jason was getting ready. He was good. like going to go into the into the military. And so I went to stay up with my sister and my, her, um, my brother-in-law in Spokane. Well, I was up there and I ended up having a miscarriage with that baby. And it was really sad. Jason. That was tough. Yeah. Jason rushed down and it was just a really sad sad time because mm-hmm. we had been married for two years at that point and so i just kind of thought that you know yeah, I, I guess brought, so we brought kids. you back yeah well i was going to give them a little more history really quick on why we have so many dang kids no i know so i know but what i'm saying is you had the miscarriage and we went, came back to california yeah and that was a that was a tough time for you for a little bit there yeah well and le- uh, that's yeah, yeah you're right it was hard because my all growing up most of you know I come from a pretty sad, abusive background, mm-hmm. which we'll get into in a different podcast. But um, I remember because both of my mom and my dad were very abusive, different ways, uh, very manipulative. And I remember from a very, very young age until forever, um, just praying at night that, you know, if I was going to grow up and have kids and I was going to be a parent like my parents, specifically a mother like my mother, then... I just prayed that God would never give me kids because I would never want my kids yeah. to go through something like that. It was, and it's, it's such a bizarre thing to realize that like at five, six, seven years old that I felt that way, right. that if I would ever treat my kids that way, I would never want to have kids. Cause that's just so unfair. Yeah. So, so when we had that miscarriage, I was totally i took it as a sign of like okay maybe god's saying well okay and let's let's go back even further though Mm -hmm. when we first got married Mm -hmm. we didn't do anything to prevent no getting pregnant we didn't so it it 
took two years to get pregnant for you to actually yeah oh here's a test and oh my gosh i really am pregnant and then you're like you're ecstatic yeah and then when you had the miscarriage Mm -hmm. i was devastated you were like wow this is kind of bizarre because it took that long to get pregnant and then yeah so yeah so that was really Mm -hmm. tough on you it was really really tough and i remember you know that's when you told me that yeah uh, yeah and it was months after the miscarriage that i really remember just accepting it i was kind of like okay well you know if god's saying that i would turn out to be a mother like my mom then i have to be grateful for this this really has to be a gift because i don't want to bring kid into the world and be like my mother yeah and so that was about you know, several months after the miscarriage, not even several months, it's maybe like six weeks after, because we got pregnant with Hanny very quickly after the miscarriage. It was about two and a half months after. Well, and I, no. yeah, because, because after that, that's when we had all of those mm-hmm. different houses in California and we lived for, it was a, yeah, I guess it was like six months after, huh? Because the eight, so that was 2001, 2002, yeah. so three, four, Uh, the miscarriage was in 2003 and hanny was born in 2004 so i mean there was 2002 i meant like the beginning so anyways (laughs) i got her off track guys no but uh, point is because we remember we lived at that orange house that's when you got pregnant with hanny Mm -hmm. before that we lived in casa madrid so there was all that time so there was there was there was some time between the two yeah. Yeah. Or between one pregnancy it, so, and the next. I don't remember what I was trying to say, but um, any, oh gosh, I wish I remember <laughs> what I was trying to say now. Anyways, I think it was just really tough because I, I just thought that I just wasn't going to be able to be a mom. And so that was really hard. And so when we got pregnant with Hanny, that was, I was working at a daycare center in Orange and I, I had the flu and I thought, gosh, I thought for sure that like I didn't know I was pregnant. I just thought for sure I was super sick because I had the flu for like I don't know. It felt like forever. It, felt like forever, it yeah. was the worst flu I had like ever had. It was like I don't want to go into details because that's just disgusting. <laughs> um, but I had I after the flu was over, I was still very sick and I felt very nauseous constantly. And then we we're in the middle of, but then we we're deciding to move. Yeah, and during that time, yeah, we had decided to move up to um to Washington, and um. Yeah, so and that's when we when we finally moved up there, that's when we we took the pregnancy test and I just remember that being like a bizarre incident where, you know, we're just like, "Oh my gosh, she's pregnant again," but you were so nervous mm-hmm. about having a miscarriage again. Well, that I didn't it was believe. really hard to accept. Yeah, I didn't believe. Like I didn't even think I was pregnant. It was cause... weird cuz you're like ecstatic, mm-hmm. but you were also super concerned and nervous yeah that we even went to the the our doctor to get quite well, a few ultrasounds to make sure everything was okay because after from the first one i was gonna say what happened was we were in that house and this right before i found out i was pregnant i just wasn't i still wasn't feeling well and jason had convinced me like we'll have a pregnancy test i didn't even look at it because i was for sure i wasn't pregnant but i know jason looked at it and was like what does two lines mean (laughs) i was like you're you're so dumb like it's not positive That (laughs) that was really funny but it was only it was the day or so after that it was really soon after that we were in the public library and i started bleeding oh yeah and i was 
I had two feelings. One, I was petrified. And the other feeling was, well, I knew that we were going to miscarry because God had pretty much already said that I wasn't going to be a mom. So we went to the emergency room. And at that point, I mean, I had just found out I was pregnant. So I didn't know how far along I was or anything. And they did an ultrasound. And I will just never forget it because it. I was far enough along in the pregnancy. I was about 12 weeks along. And, you know, she had her little arms, she had her little legs, and she was floating around. And it was like, she had her heartbeat, and the heart was beating. And I just remember feeling like, because I had never seen an ultrasound up to that point. I had never seen a little heartbeat beating there. And she was so tiny, but you could see these tiny little buddy arms and these little bud legs, this little head. And it was just, and the ultrasound technician was like, oh yeah, there's a heartbeat. Everything looks really good. There's your baby. And, you know, we found out that, uh, you know, at that point the doctor had just said, you know, everything looks good and normal and just bleeding in the beginning of pregnancy can be normal. And I had... I, I'm pretty sure the reason, and I've had bleeding in, in the beginning of some of my other pregnancies, and I, I know now, and I didn't know when I was pregnant with Hanny, that it was because when we had our miscarriage, I had a DNC, yeah. because I was far enough along where the baby wasn't just like reabsorbing, and so they had to do a DNC, and that can cause bleeding and, mm. and issues with pregnancy later on. So, so I'm pregnant with Hanny, and the whole pregnancy... I'm just expecting it to be a miscarriage, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad to think about. I think I really didn't get to enjoy her pregnancy. I mean, I know I didn't because I was just very nervous and just feeling like I'm not going to be a good mom, so I'm not going to be able to keep this baby. And, you know, God's answering my prayer. But the weeks went on and the months went on. And then she was like at a point of viability. You know, I remember getting past that like 23 week point. Yeah. And being like, you know, if she was born right now, she could survive and really feeling like maybe she's going to make it like maybe. But I still didn't have that, you know, that like, oh, she's going to come. And so, yeah, weeks went by, months went by. And then, you know, we had her. And I got super sick after her birth. But I do remember saying and it's the only thing I really remember about her being born is that seeing her and holding her and just saying that I am going to be a good mom. Yeah. I am going to be a good mom. I think you said I said that over and over for like the longest time. Yeah. And I did. I knew like right then and there when Hanny was born that I was going to be a good mom. There wasn't a question about it. There wasn't an if and or or but. Mm-hmm. It was that God had said, I'm giving you this blessing this child and you are going to be a good mom to her because look at I've given her to you and I ever since then it was kind of like how in the world could I like deny not Mm -hmm. having another baby another life another precious being in this world and after we had Hanny you know she was Jason and I both thought well it took three years to have her right so we better just not prevent because if it takes three more years, yeah, we want to have another right. baby. So we thought it would, you know, we it were would take a while. being naive. I don't know what we were being. Well, but. And, and I wanted to say too about the whole pregnancy with Hanny was mm-hmm. during that time, I remember you seriously reflecting and mm-hmm. beca- because you weren't working. No. Because I wanted to make sure that 
you were taking you were being careful with your body and yourself yeah and, and there's a few times yeah. there's a few times that you're like oh i want to go work because we mm-hmm. were poor and i was making a lot of money and i wanted to make sure you didn't have any stress mm-hmm. and so take take bed rest so you're aboard quite a bit yeah but you did journal a lot and you wrote little notes and i remember you mm-hmm. writing all this stuff down and reflecting on hanny mm-hmm. and pretty much kind of making sure Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going through your mind. I mean, you can obviously yeah. I just st- state, but like I just remember, yeah. there's a lot of like you trying to focus on. I'm not gonna be like my mom and meditating on that mm-hmm. and saying you're gonna be the best mom ever. And it was pretty much anything that my mom did. As long as I would do the opposite, <laughs> I would much. be a good mom. Yeah. Like there, I don't have good memories of my mom and I don't have good feelings of her. I don't re- ever remember being hugged or told yeah. I love you or felt wanted or anything like that. So I always just thought whatever she did, I'll do the opposite yeah. and that'll be, but, that'll and that's be what good. What was, it's always been great about you is when you're pregnant it's like you almost always try to send like good vibes to the baby and you're yes. always rubbing and yes. talking and mm-hmm. and doing well, everything you know but you know maternal maternal maternally whatever yeah it's like, like i i remember my mom being pregnant with a couple of my younger siblings and she didn't want to be pregnant yeah. And she constantly talked about how she didn't want to be pregnant and how she didn't want the baby. She didn't like the way they moved. Yeah. And... She didn't like the way they moved. It was such a hassle, all this stuff. And, and those siblings of mine had so many issues and so many abandonment issues. Yeah. And there are a lot of studies that I, I read. I think I was reading this when I was pregnant with Hanny about the way that you feel and the what what goes on in your mind and stuff it, mm-hmm. it is transferred to your baby right. and you feel and hear everything that's going on so whenever i'm pregnant it's my goal for the whole pregnancy to be as calm as possible yep. to have as good good vibes i'm always talking to the baby rubbing my belly letting them know that i love them so much and that they're so wanted and so mm-hmm. loved and so yeah so i i definitely did that with hanny all the time but i was just nervous and scared mm-hmm. you know that she wouldn't so we had her so we had then, her and then when Hanny was really quickly after <laughs> she was only eight months old and we found out we were pregnant with Hezekiah. Yeah. It, uh, we were totally shocked we're like, because, oh, yeah. And a part of that, too, we found out later was you did also have endometriosis pretty bad. That's true. And so I guess once you have a pregnancy mm-hmm. delivery successful, then it you um, can easily reside, get pregnant or whatever it's. Yeah, it kind of goes into remission. Remission, that's the word. Yeah, and, and then it, you yeah. have another kid. Yeah, it can be so much easier to pregnant get pregnant really quick with yeah. Kaya, and then we did prevent. We yeah. Then so after Kai, <laughs> we're like, we, okay, two we kids. were like, okay, the, yeah, we had two kids, but we also so we yeah we were preventing um, for a while after that. Yeah, and I think both of us we never actually like sat down and had a conversation no, if we, we were going to have more kids. I think it was just almost an understanding or like a silent yeah thing because we had a girl and a boy and we're like we're mm-hmm. young we don't we're not doing very well financially yeah so we kind of took that path of like okay well we got two we're mm-hmm. in california and that's pretty much the thing is like two kids and you're done yeah and, and so we just it was the norm yeah. okay we're good to go yeah we just kind of like but then i mean kai was like turning three yeah and i remember we one of us was like so i guess we're done having kids right because he was getting older you know and we just kind of i think had that in passing like well i guess we're done yeah and then i think at some point we were like well 
if we were going to have another baby, we'd have to do it soon because we wouldn't want too much of an age difference. And we were kind of like, if it happens, it happens, but we're not going to try. Right. And, and it, but it did have, I think it happened like that month, like that. Yeah. I don't remember. It was like, basically we were like in passing talking about it and I got pregnant. (laughs) Pretty much. So basically we look at each other and that's it. Yeah. You want another one? Okay. And then we look at each other in the eyes and boom. That's that's how that's how that's it happened. It that's how okay. it happened. Stop looking at I me. Know. Stop turn away. <laughs> turn away. <laughs> um, and yeah, then so we got we pregnant with him. His pregnancy was the hardest pregnancy as far as we were supposed to lose him. And I had um, a subchronic hematoma with him, and that was really tough. And also just made me really appreciate the gift of life. Yeah. And Shiloh was a total miracle. I mean, the doctors. We could go into that story, but maybe another time. But I mean, basically, you know, doctors had told us from the beginning that we were going to miscarry him. him. And by the time he got to a point where he was viable, they were preparing us for a very premature baby. He's he's going to be born very early. And, you know, he wasn't, though. But then we moved up to Washington Mm -hmm. and then we contacted a midwife. Yeah. The doctor. She's a doctor slash midwife. I mean. She she is a naturopath, certified not certified. I'm um, a licensed midwife. Yeah, but she's yeah. also a some other a doctor. pediatrician and a pediatrician, she, she's all yeah. kinds of things. But she was yeah, she awesome. was amazing, and we had a really beautiful water birth in, at the Bellingham yeah, Birth Center you got, with him. You got approved or whatever mm-hmm. you got. Yeah, the doctors like, okay. finally approved that we could have a home birth because yeah. at 34 weeks they couldn't find and the subchronic hematoma yeah. anymore. And he was growing well. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and he was tiny when he was born. He was six two, and yeah. but he was perfectly healthy. I mean, and my midwife, she was like, "I, your placenta is so healthy, it's baby's beautiful. so healthy." That's what she said. Yeah. She said it was beautiful. So we had three. Yeah. So we had three. And then we're like, "This is uneven." Yeah, well, it wasn't just it was uneven. So Han, so Kai no, it wasn't and uneven. Shiloh were almost four years apart in age. And we just felt like... No, I said we couldn't go on a roller coaster all together. Yeah, we couldn't go on a roller coaster so together. Like, we need two and two. Well, and at and the he, time... And he needed a buddy. Yeah, I was going to say at the time, Hanny and Kai were going to, going to be starting school because yeah. we weren't homeschooling at the time. And we just thought Shiloh would be lonely. And we just felt bad for him. <laughs> I mean, we did. We were like... Oh, I know, it's just so such lonely. a silly reason. But we're like... Yeah. Everything worked out well with Shiloh and... Mm-hmm. And we wanted a buddy for him. We wanted a buddy. And, and he got his buddy. He got his buddy. We had Ezra. Little bear. And they're Little twenty bear. they're twenty one months apart and they have this they've always had a really close, sweet relationship. They're the best of buddies. They still yep. are. They really are. And Ezra though was a really difficult newborn. The first six months of his life he cried and cried and cried. But then he and, was awesome after that. Yeah. And then after that he was really good. So then why did we have another one? Well, so after, I think because of the difficulties with Ezra and I just felt very stressed because Wait, I felt after like Ezra I was, didn't know if, you know, what was wrong with him. who was after Ezra? Ebby. And who wanted Ebby? I know, but. That's you, always the story is. I know, but you weren't letting me get there. Oh, well. I was, oh. was going to go there. But you, Jason interrupts I'm excited. Me. He like, every single time I try to get on topic, he interrupts me. And you know what's funny? That is the topic. The topic is why What's funny so about kids? that is that before we started. Why do we have so many dang kids? Before we started this podcast, he was like, don't interrupt me. Well, no. The problem is because you talk inter- too much. <laughs> you're interrupting me you, every you single time. You over talk too much. That's no. the problem. Oh my gosh. Is I could just sit here and you can just keep going. Well, I was trying to get to that though. But that's 
why can't I get there? Yeah, okay. I so, can do it. So tell about it. No, you can go ahead. No. <laughs> See? And then I'll give him the reins and he's like, no, never mind. Go ahead. Just do it. <laughs> go ahead. Apparently I interrupted you. Okay. Well, no. So, well, okay. So we had, we had Ezra. I, I was, I didn't want to have any more kids after Ezra because I think I was scared of having another baby that was colicky. And so I was done. Okay, now, Jace, your turn. <laughs> Except for, but out of all the kids, Ezra was colicky, so you assumed the next one would be? It, it, I know. I didn't assume the next one would be. I just was nervous that if it was, I didn't know if I could handle it. Because I had had really good babies up till then. I didn't yeah, know what to do with that. But again, the kind crying. of the story with Ezra, mm-hmm. and we talked about this too, was how the reason we our assumptions were mm-hmm. because of how much stress you endured during his pregnancy yeah i definitely so i definitely yeah he felt that mm-hmm. stress which is why when and, i was pregnant with ebby right and the only I way to like, sue the only way to soothe ezra mm-hmm. was like you had to wrap him you had to put him in a swing and mm-hmm. he was just it was just bizarre because like totally all the other kids they wanted to be wrapped on you mm-hmm. to get that comfort but yeah. he didn't really want to be on us he wanted to be in a swing yeah and but then when he was like six months old, yeah, then he, it was like a light switch flipped it on. Was. He was just a totally different kid. And he it has ever since then been the sweetest little bear. He's mm-hmm. very cuddly, very sweet, very independent, but also just like very gentle and introverted. Gentle, yeah. Like he's mm-hmm. very, he likes to play by he, himself. I was going to say, he has to be by on his own. Mm-hmm. He has to have his space for He has to have a long time. time. Yeah. Like he's telling me that today. He's like, I just need a long time. Yeah. So I mean, it can't, yeah. I can only imagine sometimes it can be overwhelming. Yeah. So I begged Nisa for Ebby. Yeah. And what's the funny story with Ebby is that he's the one that has never really had a bond with me <laughs> i know it is funny it's like i, I, I wanted to bring you into this world well yet- J- jason kept saying over and over for quite a while he's like well we let's have another baby i don't know why he wanted another one know. so bad I just- but he did and i it kind of i think i got frustrated so i was like no i'm done and at one point you were like okay i won't ask you anymore i'll just pray for you <laughs> yeah that's I, what you said and i, I was like card. how dare you <laughs> How dare you pray for me to want to have another baby? I, I am so over this. I'm offended. <laughs> I know. I was like, no. Uh, yeah, but then it was like three years later. You know, Ezra was turning three. Well, Ezra, yeah, they're three and a half years that, apart. So he was turning. Yeah, he was turning three. Doesn't seem like it because he's as tall as Ezra I know, now. Ebby's huge. And I, I don't know something, something in my heart changed. I guess because I suddenly had this desire to have another baby. And so it was that same. I was like, okay, I guess we could try. I guess we can. If <laughs> it happens. see what happens. And the very first time I was pregnant. That's and, right. Yeah. So we had Ebby. I'm that good. Ebby was a dream. Ba- <laughs> wow. Toot your own horn over there. I <laughs> Stop looking at me and then maybe we won't have more babies. Or maybe you're just, yeah. So, so <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> Ebby, was, Ebby was a dream baby. He was a good boy. He was so Until good. Until he got. He sick. made me want another baby. That was the weird thing. It was. And we and we got pregnant with Shepard before his sickness, I'm right? We got pregnant with Shepard. I remember he yeah, went to the I hospital was pregnant with pregnant. Shepherd yeah. before he got because pandas. Because if he got sick and got mm-hmm. the pandas, yeah. I, honestly, we we no. probably wouldn't have ha- We wouldn't had have Shepherd had Shepard because, because of how it was so hard. How hard he was. Yeah, it was very difficult. We'll talk we'll do another podcast about Shepherd um Ebby's like medical yeah. stuff. We should because do that. Because he's soon. doing better a lot yeah. better now. Mm-hmm. And he's even hugging me now, just so you know. He, yes. He'll come up to me from time to time. Even and, tonight. You know, as long as I'm 
messing around with him. He likes to wrestle and mm-hmm. play and totally. then he'll kind of want me. But there's still those times where he's just like, I want mommy. Yeah. But That's I'm assuming so I'm going to, you know, take it out on him one day and when he's a teenager and <laughs> I bet you anything he'll, he'll be like, my what? hope is that he'll be like, you know, the, that awesome son in his teens or 20s where yeah. he just all of a sudden loves me more than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he might be. I mean, honestly, who knows? He does have your feet. So he has a lot of of my characteristics. The yeah, curly your curly hair, hair and the big he has head. my chubby cheeks, though. He has a big head, right? He has a big head. Yeah, yeah, big feet. So he was born and just the sweetest little guy. For some reason, he made me want to have another baby. And I couldn't keep her off of me. Yeah, well, he kept looking at me from across the room, three blocks down. I just glanced at you and you were like, <laughs> I know. And so we got pregnant with Shepard like instantly too. Like, I think we were like, let's have another one close in age. Cause yeah. with Ebby, because Hanny and Kai were close in age. And then we had Shiloh and Ezra close in age. And mm-hmm. we thought, well, Ebby needs someone close in age. He needs a buddy. We got to have a buddy system. Here, yep. everybody. So we had Shepard and Shepard was also a pretty good baby, you know, but I think with six, there was a lot of different reasons why we just felt like we were done. Yeah, we nice had even six, number, an even number, and so let's go back real quick. Mm-hmm. When we had three, we had too many to some people, especially in California. Yes, three. And when was we too had many. four, we had way too many to a lot of people mm-hmm. and places and things. Yeah, when we had then five, we, had five, we crossed it was just the like, line. Whoa, you guys! Yeah, slow it down. Too many no. kids. I actually wrote. I had to really self-evaluate when we got pregnant with Ebby with number five because number five felt like whoa we just crossed the line like having four was like okay that's a big family oh whoa having five was like oh my word what's going oh, on over there word, that's right. yeah so but he it, it was just such a gift because I've told you this before Jason we if we would have said no after Hanny and Kai and not had any more kids, we would not have our other five kids. And that is really heartbreaking to think of. Oh, well, that is how that works. If you, if I could have just like blindfolded myself. Um, No, I I honestly mm -hmm. quite often, Mm -hmm. like even when I was putting the shepherd to bed right now, yeah, like I'm looking at him and giving him hugs and snuggles and Mm -hmm. saying goodnight to him. And, you know, he likes me to rub his face a little bit. Yeah. It's like, man, I can't imagine Mm-hmm. not having you and it's like yeah. how it's just bizarre that like you get so it's like if you would have said no we're done and this is what kills me is after shepherd i definitely didn't want to have any more kids i didn't i won't i wouldn't say i felt that i was done having kids i think i we had so many boys and yeah. i just felt like and this this sounds bad but like I was talking to some of our friends, you know, we just had dinner with oh, them, yeah. guys, and she felt the same way, which was funny because I think you can only really understand this if you have a lot of the same gender. Mm-hmm. It's like if I knew I could have had a girl after Shepard, I would have had it instantly. Mm-hmm. But knowing that I'd probably have a boy, not that I wouldn't be happy with that. It was just that I just didn't have the desire to have another boy. And but if we would have got pregnant with a boy, I would have loved it just yeah. the same. Yeah. But there is that feeling of like I so I'm just I'm done, and I just really felt like I just didn't want to have any more kids. And yeah, so we went to Hawaii. We were having you know tons of fun all summer, mm-hmm. and we had talked about having another baby. 
think it had like crossed our minds. Because we we're like, what if it was a girl? Yeah, but I was what like, no, we're not gonna and have a baby. Part of you though was always has always been, you know, because having Hanny was mm-hmm. tough in mm-hmm. the sense of like your mom yours and your mom's relationship yeah i've and always then, been a bit afraid to have girls right yeah and then when you had boys you're like oh this is pretty it was, easy it was easy it's yeah like, okay boys are like this and mm-hmm. you know and there is something different about a girl as mm-hmm. much as people don't want to assume that or say that there is a there difference. is a difference because yeah. even now having cosette you're like well it, it's so strange different about her it is it's so strange because so let me just say real quick like we Cosette's pregnancy was a huge shock and surprise. Yeah. It was not, it, we were purposely not looking at each other, you know, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to call it. I was like, don't look at me. Do not stare at me. I know what that eyeball look means. Yeah. And we weren't I, doing I hope, that. I hope they understand what we mean. They know what we mean. Okay. This is just the clean version. Think so? Okay. Yeah. We're not going to mark this explicit or anything. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was shocked. I mean, when I, I was getting really nauseous, we were in Utah and I was getting really nauseous and just not feeling well. I thought I had cancer. I wow, was. Wow, that was extreme. Well, I did because I was Googling symptoms. Oh gosh, you don't Google I symptoms. I know. Google told me this. So of course it's true. <laughs> Ali. Well, what happened was I, I, I felt like I was maybe pregnant, but I was in denial too because I knew that I couldn't be. Mm-hmm. But also I had taken a pregnancy test that was negative. And so oh, that's right. Yeah. You took a few of them. I took a negative. few of them. And like I took one one day and it was totally negative. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll take another one. It was like three or four days in a row. I took yeah. pregnancy. They were all negative. These are the early testing ones. too. They were the early testing ones. And so, of course, I was like, Dr. Google, what is actually uh, wrong with me? And and it was like, well, you have you could probably have cancer if you have all these. Well, things. right. And some of the problem, too, was so we were just in Hawaii, which mm-hmm. is you know, sea level mm-hmm. and that's where she got pregnant. And then now we're at a higher elevation where yeah. the air quality was bad. Yeah. And so it was a complete, like, I just felt awful shock to our bodies. Yeah. And so every, everybody in the family was kind of having a struggling hard time acclimating and yeah, because again, higher elevation. Mm-hmm. And then later on, that's, that is what you found out after yeah. you went to the doctor and yeah, had we a very- did find out we, you were pregnant yeah so i mean i think you i i had expressed to you i i think i need to go see a doctor or something because i something's wrong with me and i think it was you i kept telling you though that i think you're pregnant i'm like i think you're pregnant and it's just well i told him i was like well i've taken tests and they're negative and jason was like um well those ones have been our storage unit and for so long i would just go i'm just gonna go to the store and get a new one well and and just bear in mind everybody her symptoms Mm mm-hmm were very similar to Hanny's. They were, but so I had I had already been like assuming it was gonna be a girl. Yeah. And Nisa was in such denial about that. I was definitely in denial about a girl. And that that went all the I way mean, that went all the way to the reveal of the gender. You know what I just thought, Jace? That's funny yeah. because finding out we were pregnant with Cosette, I just realized was very similar to finding out with Hanny. I didn't want to look at it. Yeah. Because I was like already for sure it was negative. And so I let Jason look at it and I was like, just tell me that you know, I'm dying over here. You don't just laugh at me. And he did laugh when he looked at it. And I was like, I told you. And then he showed it to me and I totally, it was like a moment. It was still a shocking. It was surprising. And I found out I was like eight weeks pregnant with her. And yeah, that was just, so what I was going to say earlier is like looking at her now and how I had said, no, I'm done with babies after, after Shepard. 
oh my goodness, it makes me sick to my stomach to think that she could not be here because she is such a light and a, just a beautiful little person. I can't imagine not having her. It, it literally so why, why can't, makes me why feel nauseous. Why do you keep shutting your eyes and turning away when I try to look at you? I know. But see, Man, it's, it's so it's mean. Like, I guess it's like what you, you don't see these. can't hurt you. I don't know. I know. But it is sad. So like people ask us all the time, like, are we going to have more kids? And the answer is we just don't know. We're not planning it. I don't think we've ever really sat down and said, let's plan our next yeah. baby. We, we enjoy mm-hmm. We enjoy them so much. We enjoy mm-hmm. the whole yeah. experience and the big family. And, mm-hmm. and do... Obviously, it's super tough and we have our days and it's just drama yeah. all the time. And like today was a tough day for you and the kids. And, oh, yeah. And it is not bed, all rainbows. But... I think more often than not, it's just the joy that we have and the fun that we mm-hmm. have with them. And yeah, and it's like, it's fun to be like, we take Cosette out and it's just you, me and Cosette. And so we're at cute. the store and people are like, oh, is that, you have more? is that your first? And <laughs> we're like, this is number seven. They always freak they out. They always, their jaws always drop. Like, what? And yeah, I, I love it. And it's, I can't imagine life without yeah, every I really single can't. one of them. I mean, I have mounds of laundry. I have so many dishes. I know and I've, oh there's just my own there's laundry. stuff everywhere like, like, hint, like don't can't you get the hint nisa this pile of laundry next to your I, sink? I did get that hint i just i had emptied just the washer <laughs> um but yeah i mean there's stuff everywhere and like the kids are just destroying the house and you know you think that that would almost be depressing <laughs> and sometimes it is sometimes it, i look in the is, laundry yeah. room and i'm like i can't i don't even well, the know other day start. i was walking i don't remember what i was doing i had to run around the house doing something mm-hmm. on one of the unclogging the toilets and then tripping over toys and yeah food somewhere stuck over here well it's amazing Things what broken. they can do yeah totally I'm like oh my goodness gracious mm-hmm. but you know again looking at shepherd and how sweet he was and he was just like mm-hmm. saying i love you daddy and the way that he was just giggling and when i was yeah. tickling him and it it just makes yeah. it all better and our our opinion too this probably isn't going to be liked by everybody but our opinion is that life is precious Mm -hmm. and it's really not up to us whether we say yes or no to a new baby and if we have a new baby then we have a new baby um Mm -hmm. we just they're just such sweet precious little things i mean i think most parents all parents listening can look they like you can't look at your two-year-old and be like gosh i wish you weren't here unless unless you're my mom yeah yeah okay if you're like a really yeah (laughs) but But she's not listening to the podcast anyway no but you know what i mean like you we could never look at them and say no no matter how you can be frustrated at them you can dislike them in the moment but yeah try try to do like what i did and just really take in those sweet moments Mm -hmm. because yeah, most of the day might be tough and most of the day might be a struggle, but you also have to step back for a moment and then enjoy those sweeter moments and then look back at your pictures and mm-hmm. your trips together, or your events together, and then share those memories with the kids because what more enjoyable time times do we have when we're looking and the TV's doing the screensaver of all the pictures oh, I know. and the it's kids so are like, cute. oh, I remember that. And they, mm-hmm. they get, get go along with you and you guys talk about those cute pictures it is and seeing the sibling love too yeah i love that so much just their bond together it is so rewarding so parenthood and having a lot of kids is not for the faint of heart <laughs> it is a hard job 
but it's so rewarding and there's so many blessings and gifts in it that I would never take it back for anything. And someday our kids will be all grown up and we're going to have grandkids and we'll be able to pass them off, Jason. We'll be like, you were, I think that's gonna be the best. You were so fun. Because you can still you smell them and you can still smell their baby heads. and Smelling them is like, okay, baby feet smell. That's my favorite. I know. I, I don't, I'll smell their neck. Baby like sweaty like mm-hmm. newborn but like do you think sweaty. it's gonna be the same when it's your i don't know if it's the same if it's your i think it's the same if it's your grandkids well maybe not so know. there's something about the mother baby like yeah hormones and right. you just because i smell for you. cosette no matter what she could be in a pile of like poo and i would still think she smelled delicious okay, <laughs> okay. that's a little far are you sure <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I know obviously you're not smelling the behind, but No, I know. Yeah. <laughs> no. It is just the sweetest thing. So. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I so I'm looking have forward to that time. Yeah. Lots of babies. Go so everyone out there just go have lots of babies. Bless the world with your offspring. <laughs> I will only agree to that to some people. To some people. Okay, yeah. Like if you're just like kidding. my parents. No, I'm just then. saying like, you know, we're a little biased for our kids. I know our kids are pretty much the cutest kids. I think kids. they're the cutest. and They are. We we do think like I just gawk over the kids. I think they're like the sweetest and the cutest. I could I could do a whole podcast telling about how adorable they are. Just you're just saying cute, cute, cute the entire yeah. time. Cute, cute, cute. Yeah, it could be like the song. The pancake song? No, well, the pancake song is good too. But seeing the Michael W. Smith song, where he's like, "This is how I fight my bad." I could be like, "My kids." This is how cute my kids are. This is how you might not think my kids are are cute, but my cute kids are the cutest of them all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care what you say, but my kids Kids are are the cutest. (laughs) Okay, that's funny. Oh, I, I think okay. I think we lost everybody. I think everyone just turned the podcast. Of the ten off people right now. that listened, especially hearing my voice, I purposely try not to have like this weird. Scratchy. No, she really does try. Yeah, I do try because I have she kind practice. of. I kind of have. She an does that. Voice. La, 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 la. Mm-hmm. Every time before the podcast, time. La, la, she gets her la. voice already. <laughs> she does it in the, in the bathroom in the <laughs> where the. That's so true. The acoustics are good. Okay, I think we should answer some questions. Yep, I got some fan questions right okay. higher. What's the first one? <clears throat> oh, wait. Oh, no. Burning questions. Oh, burning questions. Let me hurry up and ask, ask the questions. Quest- okay. So, are Hanny and Kaya excited for the move? Oh, my goodness. Hanny. Teenagers, the, I guess, I think the question went on about something about yeah. teenagers have a harder time with transitions from one location or friends and what not well i can tell you this that hanny will not have a problem she is she's probably the most excited one today she even told me she's all it's too cold outside i want to take my dog out it's too cold outside yeah i'm dying she's so yeah she's so excited every day she talks about oh we're one day closer yeah like i can't wait to go i you know honestly for hanny and kaya going to hawaii will just be beneficial Mm. uh most of you know that our family just does better in a warmer climate and we like being outside. We love the ocean. We love the freshness, yeah. the healthiness. And so, yeah, it's just going to be. So that kind of leads into the next question is, will Hawaii be your forever home? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. We don't have an answer for that. Because I know that when we were in, when we were in Hawaii last time, mm-hmm. we really enjoyed it. But there are some things that were really tough for us mm-hmm. as we were there longer. Yeah. And it did kind of pull away from what we loved about it. 
Yeah, but I, that was and a that was just too. Be, I think yeah, the and I was gonna say it was just the busyness mm-hmm. and the traffic and yeah, and where we were at, yeah. it was such a bottleneck to get yeah. from Honolulu to or your downtown, whatever area, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff down there to where we well, were at, which is why we're going to Maui. Yeah, like, so I mean, yeah. it, it it took away from the joy of it. Mm-hmm. If so, we knew, we kind of quickly realized that if we were just tourists visiting for you know a week 10 days mm-hmm. and we we're staying in directly in honolulu that would have been fun because it's just like yeah you're there quick time you do all the touristy stuff yeah. and then you leave yeah so if we want to stay there long term we, need, we, to, were we in, need to go we, find a different island we were in Waianae, and so that was like an hour away from everywhere yeah it was pretty bad so but yeah. so we don't know if it'll be forever home but the idea is that we're gonna buy build remodel mm-hmm. and then try it out for a while and yeah. see what happens yeah We'll keep um, you updated, though, on that, I can tell you. I'm sure we will. Um, and then goes into homeschooling kids, homeschool. Will we do CC homeschool in Hawaii? Yeah. So a lot of people have asked if we're going to do CC homeschool. So that's classical conversation. Right. And I don't know if they have something there, but. Can I sing the answer? Do you have an answer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. No. For CC? Yeah, no, we won't do it. Yeah. Um, no, you've taken you've taken some stuff from it. Yeah, I I might take some stuff from it. I honestly. So we have our own. Yeah. Kind of hodgepodge of curriculum. Yeah, I've learned that's over the only the way years, to really do it is. Yeah, and we do do classical conversations. It's just we don't take every aspect of it. Like they're very heavy in Latin, and I just I don't want to do Latin, and so we like to do sign language or you know whatever else well so if you follow the cc curriculum mm-hmm. you people do just 100 percent of that and that's what they do yeah and it works mm-hmm. for them but i think the problem with us is it's really hard to do it with a whole bunch of kids yeah because that is your full time that's all you do well it's not really that it's hard it's just that it well, wasn't it ended up not being what so there's different seasons in your life and different seasons of of homeschooling and so there was a couple of years where we did classical conversations just that only and yeah. i loved it so but it much. took up a lot of your time oh yeah well yeah. of course it takes but that's up what time. i mean is like yeah. it's not really built to be a quick kind of because yeah to meet the criteria of let's say like public school stuff you mm-hmm. only need a couple hours a day oh yeah to meet that yeah so most people who do cc are trying to go above and beyond definitely which is fine it's good if that's yeah. kind of your goal we it's, don't yeah. want that to be our entire goal is just cramming yeah. our kids to be little Einsteins. Yeah. And I so, mean, of course, they're going to be Einsteins no matter what. Naturally, they are. But, so what's you know. the point, right? Yeah, exactly. No, we... My plan for homeschool in Hawaii is we're going to be doing a bit of... And and this is... I'm going to say this very loosely because it is a very loose term. I want to say unschooling, but I do not mean unschooling. Yeah. That's kind so, of misrepresented. That's misrepresenting. When I say unschooling, I mean... At the beginning of the school year, before the beginning of the school year, asking the kids kind of what their goals are, what do you want to learn about, yeah. and and go from there, like build each one of them their curriculum. But also, there's a great lady who makes these books. They're called Fun Schooling, and they're really cool because they're based a lot on literature. And so your kids get all these different types of books that they're interested in. They pick six things they mm-hmm. want to, to learn about. Maybe, you know, especially Hanny and Kai, they're getting ready to go, you know, maybe they'll go to college. And so they can start 
you know, really using and preparing for their interests and what they want to do. And so that will be what we're doing. It will still be structured. So I guess you could say a structured unschooling. Yeah. And I think part of our, because our goal too is we are, we want to teach them more of that entrepreneurial self learning. Mm -hmm. Um, Wow. How did I forget that word? Anyway, but so they enjoy it enough that they're going to consume it, like it, retain that information and then they're forever learners. Definitely. So it's not like, oh, I was mm-hmm. forced to do school yeah. and then now I don't want to do it anymore. Well, and then I take a year off of school and then I don't even know what I want to do when I grow up because mm-hmm. I was never really taught to kind of think that way. Yeah. So in this case, they're going to be like, I want to be an engineer and they, that there's mm-hmm. the path. Okay. What kind of engineer do you want to be? You know, yeah. it's there's there's that way to kind of help direct them into that yeah stuff that they like and enjoy and as hanny and kai are getting older you know they're really starting to get a feel for that and so they can kind of pick and choose so structured unschooling will be what um i don't remember what that whole question was but extracurricular activities oh so we had somebody asking if um hanny and shepherd are going to be in a new dance class in hawaii and what the kids are going to do there so extracurricular activities for our kids in hawaii are going to be the beach right i mean honestly i know that they a lot of them want to Mm -hmm. learn how to do like the surfing surfing so we're gonna do that as one of the first ones swimming so their extracurricular activities can be Mm -hmm. whatever they want outdoors there's a lot of it yeah and we totally support like we stand behind our kids if they have an interest mm-hmm. we will do everything that we can to so help one of build the that cool up. things that i want to do mm. and this is my dream if we can find the house with the backyard is i want to build um Ooh. kind of like those parkour style yes. section oh, and gosh. wall climbing yes. wall mm-hmm. and then i'll build a tree house too Yes. The, so the kids would love that. Skateboard and stuff. having the boys like partake in that building. And then there's our yeah. wall of surfboards that will yeah. walk, walk down to the beach. I think that will be so fun. Heck I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. And yeah. snorkeling. And snorkeling. Yeah. And we'll just follow the kids lead. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah. Because I mean, we're pretty much going to enjoy it too. So yeah, it's going to be super that's, fun. That's always my, I love the beach, the water, mm-hmm. the ocean, the sailboats and surfing so i'm glad that and i'm really hoping that a lot of them will enjoy that and want to do the same Mm -hmm. so it's a lot easier for me to do that with them and enjoy Mm -hmm. it right now i think right now here in montana was a lot there's a lot of like guys let's go hunting let's go camping and i could i couldn't really get into it and so it's really hard for me to Mm -hmm. try to do it with the kids so this was, should be a lot yeah. more fun. Well, and our kids weren't interested in that either. Well, look at it. They can't even go outside for I know. five minutes. But last time we were, when we were in Hawaii for that summer, we really did realize then that our kids love the ocean. They love yeah. the boogie boarding. They love the body surfing. You know, they love that kind of stuff. And they're all really looking forward to it. So Woo-woo. I don't think we'll be short on activities or yeah. short on any kind of learning experience. Yep. So, so do yeah. we, this, should we answer I think this we're last good. one? Oh, what is Something the last one? Something about budgeting to move there budgeting to move there so how are we moving to how are we Hawaii? gonna pay for it how are we gonna pay for it <laughs> well jason's gonna pay for me to go all by myself no i'm just kidding um we'll we we are saving a lot of money in so our savings we're doing account. a lot of sacrificing we're doing a lot of sacrificing so it 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 since we all have the same ambition and mm-hmm. goal to do this mm-hmm. we all have sat down agreed 
you know, we have to make sacrifices by, mm-hmm. okay, we're not going to be grabbing um, fast food or not fast food, but like yeah. outings. Because yeah. for us to go to Fuddruckers, it's like $75 70 bucks, yeah. for all of us to just get not even a meal with the milkshake. <laughs> it's like, you know, a burger. It's fries. without the milkshake. Yeah. People. I mean, and it's like $75. But again, mm-hmm. this is. why do we have so many dang kids yeah well we sat the kids down and we're like okay everybody wants to do this so we have to make sacrifices daddy and i we're not going to be buying anything that does not that we do not need and we have to remember that we're moving to hawaii and we're selling our stuff so if we buy something it's going to be useless anyways and we asked the kids you know how do you guys feel about just selling most of our stuff and none of them hesitated every one of them was like it's tough it's tough i know i can see because every time now Mm -hmm. and then it's like it feels so far away, it which does. it is. It does. And so then when we're at the store, they're like, oh, I want to buy this. And we have to always remind them, okay, but we're remember gonna the be, goals. Remember the goal. Mm-hmm. So during like Christmas, we didn't buy a bunch of stuff. And then birthdays yeah. were like, birthdays are going to be a little bit slim. We'll still get you presents. We'll still have a party. Yeah. But we're not going to. We're not going to overdo a lot it. Of, yeah. And Jason and I are making sacrifices. We're, we're spending a lot less. We are saving money any way that we can. We yep. have let go of a lot of different subscriptions mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. So we're saving as much as we can. And then we're also building our business. Aside from the Epic Life, I think we talked about. Um, oh, right. We were building our Young Living business, yep. which we fell into complete by accident, but has been a huge blessing yep. to our family. And actually was, we realized by accident that that, can be our business like that can be our way source of to have sustainable long-term income that never goes away Mm -hmm. and so that's that is our main resource and and going to be our main income so when jason quits his job and we move to to hawaii that will be our main focus is our young living business yeah so we'll have the Mm -hmm. savings that we saved up for my job Mm -hmm. and then that other and our income that'll be like the emergency in. that'll be the that's just the emergency, building yeah. putting down for our house and mm-hmm. the stuff that i save up for my job yeah yeah and then everything else from epic life and young living will be just our monthly income yeah yeah so we're not worried we're not scared we are i mean i think we have moments of like nervousness but not a nervousness of like fear yeah a nervousness of excitement i think yeah i agree yeah yeah, because so, otherwise we'd be like, let's do it right now. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, no, we're you but, have to be responsible. But we're we're trying to plan. make sure that everything's those emergency, all that kind of stuff is prepared and right. We don't want to be have seven kids on an island and be like, <laughs> uh, now what? Yeah, no. so. I mean, if that happened, Jason, we would. Get I guess what's it. the worst no. case, right? I know it's the worst <laughs> case. No, seriously, Gotta sleep so. on the beach. Yeah. But it'll be good. We're excited. We're super excited to bring you guys along. And again, if you want to come cook for us and live in our house, that'd be awesome. <laughs> right. I'm just kidding. We're always looking for a cook and we joke about it. But I think deep in well, our hearts, we're serious. On the island, though, we're just going to need a blender, a Vitamix. We will. Speaking of Vitamix. Yeah, I'm very excited for the farmer's markets and just that. Because when we spent the summer in Hawaii, it was amazing. We love just eating the fresh fruits and vegetables and just eating really clean and mm-hmm. you you want to eat clean when they're, you're there it's very strange you know strange. I, well it is strange no, I like know. i don't remember having All a desire to eat like everywhere. cookies and brownies avocados and pineapple i know but bananas. here it's like so gloomy i'm like where's the brownies yeah so it's that i don't know why that, um it like, when you're depressed you know people yeah. eat and just eat a 
Yeah. I, but I like when in summertime, that's why like in summertime people get like more fit. It's like yeah. the sunshine and the motivation that comes with it. You don't really have a desire to eat so crappy. In the wintertime, you're like, oh my gosh, just give me the cookies and brownies. Do you think that's why when we were in Washington that one time we ate so many brownies? Because it's so That is probably why. That's probably cold. why. <laughs> I was so depressed from the gloom. I was like, I need more brownies. We're like, let's have brownies. And then every I gained 28 night. pounds. And then I was like, now I'm depressed. I better eat more brownies to make myself feel better. <laughs> That's what it was. That's so funny. There it goes back to the sugar. It's okay. Full circle. This is why sugar is so addicting. It started, the podcast started with sugar and it ends with sugar. Now All go right. get yourself some sugar. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, we are going to sign off now. We're going to say goodnight. Thank you guys for all of your questions. If you want to send us in a question, Get it to us any way you can. You can send us an email. You can do it on an Instagram mm-hmm. message, Facebook message, YouTube message. And podcast ideas. And podcast ideas. Yeah. If you guys have an idea for our podcast and you're just dying. Wow. Dying. You're just like, you. it's all you can think about. You can't even sleep <laughs> at night. You're so dramatic. <laughs> if you can't even sleep at night and you're thinking about what the Epic Life should do for the next podcast, let us know because Mason, we might just Jason, make it into our podcast. Lisa DeBrandon. Nisa yeah. DeBrandon, I want peace, you. Peace out, Nisa DeBrandon. Okay, guys, <laughs> don't forget, live the epic life and inspire someone with your story. We'll see you in episode eight next time. See ya. Bye-bye. Lake Butter, Mc, Fatty Pants, oh, Jason. Gosh, here we go again. Goodbye. <laughs>